0: He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so.
1: I know Dale Kimball would like to welcome you to this
0: hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy schmoly, guacamole. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Woo! It's December, last month of the year. (laughs) When did that happen? Good night.
0: I have no idea. It's it's too soon. It's too soon. <laughs> it's, no, it ain't <laughs> soon
1: enough. Let's get rid of 16. I'm ready to move on. Bring on 17. Get, oh let's God. get to Christmas. Let's wrap them and get them unwrapped presents.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's get on down the road. I got things to do next year.
0: All right. Well, I'm looking forward to getting a tree this year. I decided.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: I'm, gonna, nice. I, I'm not quite sure. A real sure. tree or a fake tree? No, no, no. A real tree. I'm not sure. I have to figure out the logistics. <laughs> But, I, but I've committed. Well,
1: it starts with a seed and water and sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> a little dirt. <laughs> you bet you might want to get one of them fast growing pine trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, no.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Man, I did a real tree once and I'm like, okay, that was enough.
0: Really? Uh, mm-hmm. I why? What happened?
1: Because there were pine needles everywhere, man. Ah. I think they dry out and they drop needles every place. Ah. And then we had gotten one of those the tree bags, you know, that you spread out and you kind of put down. It's like a huge trash bag for mm-hmm. your tree. Mm-hmm. Theory is once Christmas is over, take your ornaments off,
0: right, and then lights
1: then off, and then just pull cool that bag up from the bottom. Yeah, yeah, right. that didn't that works work a lot easier on the TV ads and stuff <laughs> than it does. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious! That was oh ridiculous. my gosh. But yeah, it was all right, man. It was all right. But I still think an artificial tree with a little cedar spray you are right in the money, you know. <laughs> my grandma wanted; she wanted a, tr- a closet just built that she could open up, slide the Christmas tree in when it, when it was Christmas, pull it out.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was, I like it. I like it.
1: Yeah, nice and easy, man. Nice and easy. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, I I've i got to say I'm a little spoiled when um like every year my mom would complain like ah oh, we got to get a tree and then you got to drag it out of the house and there are pine needles everywhere and then the next year she'd get a real tree. Uh-huh. So, Aha. <laughs> so so I I'm a little, I mean she did she did get like a little uh, a little fake tree too but that usually just sits on like a tabletop or stuff like that. So Yeah.
1: I've before before I got married I uh, I would get a little pot and paint it gold and go get one of those little Norfolk pines, you know, that stood about three foot tall. Mm-hmm. It's a little bitty baby pine trees and put some little lights on it and a few little ornaments and stuff. And that was my that was my Christmas tree.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and then when it, we were done, went out and, you know, planted it out in the yard and it maybe made it till July. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and I mean, we don't it's not like we're getting a huge tree. Our apartment's pretty small. So, I okay. don't know, four or five feet tall. And you'll
1: be saying... Dang, that was such a little tree. Where'd all these pine
0: needles, needles come
1: from? <laughs> wait till you catch one between your toes and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, Artificial yeah. is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, enough of this. All Grinch. Right. Uh, Dale's being a Grinch, Grinch, Grinch. But hey, today we're going to do uh, gumbo. Ooh, I'm looking forward. Sausage and chicken gumbo. This is always a nice meal to have. You know, it's quick, it's easy. And we're going to show you a shortcut because right away I hear people going, "Oh man, gumbo! You got to make the roux. You got to be careful. You can't. Yeah, you don't want to burn the roux." In fact, as Cheryl was reading the recipe, it says, "You know, you you get your oil and your your flour going together, and you whisk it and whisk it and whisk it and whisk it, and whisk it about eight to ten minutes. The any black specks in your flour because you want to cook it until it's a, a kind of a chocolate brown, just right. a tan." And it, it making roux is definitely an art, and it is definitely. um something that takes practice because if you burn a roux you just have to start all over do not go do not proceed because you'll ruin all your ingredients man Mm -hmm. you know it's crazy so we found it's a box roux and it's cheating i admit 1000 percent, but it's easy cheating and you're not going to be burning your roux you're not going to be starting over you know
0: it's less stressful
1: yeah yeah just as tasty you won't have to make that many more trips back to get more flour and oil. <laughs> 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 but I mean, I mean, but there's ways to make microwave roux too, you know. Which um, they work out, uh, they work out okay as well. But it's okay. all time and distance, you know. You've got to know. It's going to take a little practice and a little time to do it. Right. Whereas in this case, using this box roux, it yeah, I like it. It's pretty simple. Right. Pretty easy, pretty easy, and we're just doing a basic roux. We're not going to do one of them fancy ones. We're doing more of the, I guess, what you would call the, the Cajun roux, not the New Orleans style. The Nola, that sounds for New Orleans, Louisiana, N O L A, Nola. The Nola one uh, is where back in the day, you know, they would get more, um, they had more availability to produce and stuff. That's where you start seeing the, the different things going in at okra, and you know, definitely what what is a what is around going into their stews. I mean, into their, their gumbo's, but then there's also a seafood gumbo, you know, oysters, shrimp, crab. Mm, That's pretty daggum tasty too. Yum. I know down in Galveston, we go down there, there's a, the gumbo bar and they've got, you know, these two, they've got seafood gumbo and Mm. then they've got a sirloin gumbo where they make it with sirloin steak. Then they've got the chicken and sausage gumbo. And I'm always in line for chicken and sausage. (laughs) When you order a small bowl, it's a big old bowl, you know, oh, big boy happy, okay. rain, you know, rain. craziness, craziness, but good, good stuff. So, yeah, Christmas time, I always think about something else I think about too is, um, is, is enchiladas,
0: Oh, we've got...
1: you know, but that'll be another time we've done those, but you I know, see. Henry, that was his big thing. They used to rain, make enchiladas right. using the green and red tortillas and. You know all that stuff quick and easy and fun, so that's all it's all good stuff you know something you know right sit around warm their belly up, and have a good time doing it But well, we're going to be doing chicken and sausage gumbo right on the other side it's simple it's easy so pull your chairs up, hang around, get a cup of coffee, and hang out with us for the next hour so not even that long now it's time is ticking and it's almost New year's. <laughs> no. Don't look now <laughs> oh no <laughs> you know there was a, a a lawyer and a doctor at a Christmas party mm-hmm. and it was kind of a little gathering for some of the professionals and blah blah blah. and the doctor was kind of like just kind of shying away from everybody because gosh, everybody kept asking his his advice on stuff, you know, so he sees his lawyer buddy and he walks over to him and he says, man, how do you uh?" How do you keep people from asking you for professional advice at these parties like this? And he goes, "Oh, I just send them a bill. That stopped." It. Well, the doctor's thinking about this for a minute, you know, and then mm-hmm. all right, next week. So he does. He sends some bills out, and as he opens his uh, mailbox to send the bills out, guess what he finds in there? A bill from the attorney. <laughs> 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 to ask me a question. It's going- you buddy I like it <laughs> oh heck anyway all right don't go anywhere everybody chicken and sausage gumbo coming up right on the other side we'll be right back
0: now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings.
1: All right, y'all, we're back. I just got the ID mate rolling ID here. Mode. I'm just making sure that we... Um... Product gumbo base four scan history mode. Whoop. Browse inventory system. Help. ID mode. There it is. I pushed the wrong button. Gotta hate it when that happens. gumbo base four point five ounce box. 4.5-ounce box of gumbo mix. All right. That's it, y'all.
0: So, in addition to chicken and sausage, what else are we going to be putting in this gumbo?
1: We're going to be adding um, andouille sausage Mm -hmm. and chicken. Mm -hmm. We're going to add in some chicken broth and some onions and some bell pepper and some garlic and a little celery.
0: All right. All right. Are we adding any rice? No. No rice this time. Okay. You put
1: the rice in afterwards.
0: Oh, okay. Rice
1: is served separately.
0: Okay. So, like, you, you like, have the rice, and then you could put the gumbo over the rice, or... Right. Okay. Nice. Yeah, you
1: don't put the gumbo in the... You don't put the rice in the gumbo. Okay. They're two separate things, because some people don't like gumbo with rice. rice? With rice, yeah. I don't know where they would be at, but I don't... You know... so here we go first thing i'm gonna do is get get our roux going so in our pot here get a fire under it
0: oh you still have to heat it up or something
1: you got to cook it the roux absolutely
0: i thought it's already cooked
1: it's in a bag it's a powder yes but you you cook your you don't cook all your food items separately. This is a gumbo is like a big soup.
0: All right. So so you put the you just.
1: So what you would do if? Okay. Why don't you read the recipe? <laughs> 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 Obviously, Carol didn't do her homework this week. Everybody. I did too.
0: I did too. You're changing things on me. All right. So we need the ingredients for this gumbo. We need one onion, chopped. One green pepper, chopped. Four cloves of garlic, minced. One pound andouille sausage, and they select—they suggest quarter-inch slices—and then two pounds of um, chicken breast or thighs, um, cooked and shredded. And then the—and for those of you who will want to try it, so to make the roux, they suggest.
1: Yeah, there will be those that will do that. Huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Salt and pepper. And then to make the roux, you need one cup of flour and one cup of oil that you will put in first, right? And yeah, you start you...
1: with your, in your saucepan. You put your oil in your saucepan. Right. Get, get a fire under it and then um, add in your flour and then just keep whisking Whiskey. it until it turns a nice, what they consider a chocolate brown color. It's kind of a tannish brown color, and it will have kind of a nutty smell. yeah, but if you don't know what you're looking for the first time or sniffing for, <laughs> it it's kind of hard to de- to determine what it is sometimes.
0: so if if you are determined to make this whole thing by yourself, I think, you're just gonna have to accept that it might go a little awry the first time and and the fact that once you've put it together, you need to whisk it and our our direction said eight to nine minutes, but I thought, but I think when we were talking earlier, you said some people say it could take up to an hour,
1: yes, oh. depending on what heat you have it at, that's, you know
0: that's a lot of whisking,
1: it's a lot of time, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> The box is easy. (laughs) It's easy. So what I've got, I've just put in my six cups of chicken broth Mm -hmm. into the pot. I'm getting the fire under it going. Now I'm going to start getting my veggies here together and uh, get everything kind of chopped. Now, it calls to have these chopped, which is cool. Right. You don't have, you know, you don't need the dice. (laughs) Snake eyes. Wrong. All right, so here we go, folks. I've got the um, the garlic peeled. So let me, we're going to mince that up real quick. Four cloves. Not a head, just a clove. It's all the little cloves that make up. You need to peel it. Now, look, mm-hmm. if you don't have a peeler, you know what I should be doing, Cheryl? Golly, I didn't even think about it. Thomas. I should be using that awesome little garlic twist that we have, but I took off and just plum forgot it. Actually, I forgot about there being garlic in this recipe, Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. but the little garlic twist, y'all, and there's a great little rubber garlic peeler really makes this job nice and easy and non-messy. One thing's for sure, though, Tell us. I'm not gonna be bothered by any any vampires.
0: Oh, well, that's true. That's true.
1: Not with this great garlic smell all over me. Oh de garlic. <laughs> mincing it up, just mincing, mincing. Yeah. Got it all peeled. How do you smell it in the middle of the summer? <laughs> <laughs> that
0: that might oh, be a little, <laughs> little, too much if you're taking. Yeah, it. it could be a little. you on the train. You. On the train.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get a little bowl here. Get a bowl, get a bowl, get a bowl. All right. Put our garlic in it. Now, here's what these flexible chopping mats come in so handy, y'all. I just fold it up end to end. It creates like a little funnel or a little channel, if you will. Mm-hmm. A little off. And doink. I just put all my minced garlic right there into... My bowl, just a bowl, just a bowl. Now I've got my onion here. I'm going to cut off one of the root ends.
0: Does it matter if it's like white or yellow or red? I would What's say
1: white or yellow would be a good one to go in here. Okay. Um, I don't know. I I mean, basically they use whatever, but a red onion is a little sweeter onion. Yeah. You know, um, I think white is the hottest, if you will, and then yellow is a little milder than white. hmm but, um, reds, I like using red onions a lot in salads. Yep. I'm just peeling the onion here real fast. Now I'm going to whack off the other root end. Cut him off. Oop, almost cut him off. There we go. Well, I hope all y'all had, certainly had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know we did.
0: We had a fantastic Thanksgiving.
1: Eight and eight and eight. Absolutely. The uh, pecan chocolate pie, chocolate pecan pies were a smash hit.
0: Ooh, is that what you took?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That very, and some
0: stuffing. Very nice.
1: Typical sausage apple stuffing. That's that's on the website there. So, how did your um, stuffing go over your stuff? Oh pot my stuffing? gosh,
0: it's delicious. I. I didn't take it with us because they already had everything. Oh,
1: that's right. You're one of them hoarder people.
0: Shh, not so loud, not so loud. <laughs> they, 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 uh, they had everything done and they're like, oh no, you, Tim, just come. We're like, we could do I, that.
1: I like that.
0: Um, By the but, way, Dale
1: and his family's coming.
0: <laughs> but so, so I made the stuffing. I, oh my gosh, it's so delicious. Uh, It's fantastic. Anybody who needs to make a stuffing, this is the one you've got to make.
1: It is good. It is good. It's very good. So we need chopped onion. One chopped onion. Right.
0: So what I've done, I've just
1: peeled the onion, cut off both root ends. So I've got it sitting flat on one of the cuts, you know, where I cut off the root end. And I'm just going to make some slices through the down through it, cutting with my knife, not all the way through, but maybe about a quarter inch to a half inch from the bottom. The slices I'm making are about a half inch wide, so I made like five slices across. Now, I'm going to turn it perpendicular, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I'm going to repeat. I'm going to cut down again almost all the way through, but not quite. We want to stop about a half inch or so from the bottom. So we don't want to slice it all the way through. So right now, we've got kind of what would look like a blooming onion, if you've ever had one of those, you know, where it's sliced from one end to the other, and they pop it open. Right. But by doing this, now I'm going to turn it on its side, and I'm just going to start slicing. So by doing that, making those cuts first, we've ended up really opening up a nice chopped onion right here, with minimal chopping having to be done. I like it. Because it doesn't need to be a dice. It doesn't need to be real fine. So you want some hunks in there. You don't want big old one-inch hunkers, though. I mean, what we're shooting for is a bunch of half-inch stuff here. Mm Mm-hmm. Which right there is pretty good. Cut that down a little bit. Because you do want to taste some onion, but you don't want the onion to be overpowering. Right. Okay, so I think my chicken broth is hot. Our onion is ready to go. And this onion, too, remember as it cooks, it's going to shrink up a little bit. It'll cook down. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of running my hands through it, my fingers through it, the uh, chopped onion here on the, the the chopping mat, the flexible chopping mat. A.K.A. cutting board. <laughs> <laughs> So, y'all, I've got this friend, Steve, who wants to – told his wife, I want a guitar I can play in the hot tub, baby. And they've been having some issues, you know. And I don't think it was really – it was kind of apparent to everybody, but then when Gloria told us that, yeah, Steve wants a guitar he can play in the hot tub, I got him an electric one. <laughs> I was like, okay.
0: <laughs>
1: Maybe y'all, y'all aren't getting along too quick.
0: <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> Yeah, whoops. (laughs) Oh, boy, oh, boy.
1: (laughs) Okay, looking good here, looking good. We're just trying to chop them up. I'm just going to run the knife through them one time here. I'm just running the blade straight up and down and just kind of pressing it. Actually, I'm holding the top of the blade with my fingers, my hands, and just kind of pushing straight down. All right. We turn our attention back to our gumbo over here. Mm -hmm. We had the chicken broth getting warm. Now we're going to add in our mix.
0: And and for people who don't know, which could have been me, Rue is simply R-U-E. Yes. So... I, 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 you know, sometimes you hear words and you're like, how is that spelled? And, uh, there it is. R-U-E.
1: That should be on the sat (laughs) (laughs) Rue. You know, three letter word you can't even pronounce what?
0: Yeah, exactly. What? That's, or or else you're stunned. Like, can it really be there?
1: (laughs) Yes. What's going on here? So I'm just whisking, whisking, whisking. Mm Mm-hmm. Want to get our roux mixed up in, mixed in here. When I poured it in, too, it's a four and a half ounce bag, y'all. But I poured it. I didn't just dump it in the middle. I just kind of, kind of made a round. What you would call like, you know, when you put oil in a pan, you make a round of oil. You just pour oil real quickly in a circle around the pan. Create, do a round. I just did a round of mix of gumbo, gumbo powder. Hmm. Mm, smells delicious. Can you smell that?
0: I can. That's
1: That's the smell we wanted to obtain without any black specks in it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so now we got this going here, what we're gonna do is continue to heat it. I'm gonna start adding my vegetables, but we need to start getting this up to a boil. So I'm gonna keep I'm gonna chop up our bell pepper and then we'll be about ready to start adding stuff in. Mm-hmm. Because we want to add in our onion first. And then we want to add in our bell pepper. And then we want to come back and add in our meats. Mm. So, right now, we're going to, we've got our onion chopped up.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I've got the fire on high, well, medium high. That'll get us up to a nice temp here in a minute. And, uh... Come on, little onions. Got a couple that are trying to run away here, Cheryl. No, I must eat you. <laughs> Come back. Come back.
0: Do you put in the garlic also? or is it Not just... yet. Okay. Garlic
1: will go in last. Okay. So I'm getting ready to put the onion in. There it goes. Plop, flop, fizz, fizz. Mm, oh, what a delight it will be. Whisk that up. Okay, our onions are in. Now, we're going to want this to, to cook for about five minutes with the onions in there. And in the bell peppers, too. That'll be a kind of combined cook. So, let me get our bell pepper here. How you doing? I'm trying. Okay. So, I'm just kind of cutting him in half. Rip him open. And the seeds and the, the stem portion mm-hmm. on the top, mm-hmm. they just pop right out. Give it a little quick rinse here. Okay. Same thing with this. We want to just do some kind of Rough chop, if you will. So with the bell pepper, I kind of do it in sections because, you know, a bell pepper is kind of round and it doesn't really lay flat. So what I've found is I just take different, like take a third of it and kind of push it down flat. Mm-hmm. Kind of ends up looking like an orange that got squished. It's all spread out. But I'll make julienne cuts down it. And I'm making those about a half an inch wide okay so here it is I've kind of pushed it down as flat as I can get it and again I'm making julienne cuts lengthwise or what would be one way down it and then we're going to turn it sideways to where the cuts we just made are perpendicular and kind of holding them all together in a group kind of squeezing them together We like taking some French fries and laying them all next to each other and holding them squ- kind of together Squish and then cutting,
0: them, yep. and then
1: cutting sh- them into little squares. Right. Little pieces. Here's the last piece. Mm, this smells so delicious. Okay. All right. There's our bell pepper. So I'm going to pop our bell pepper in there. And uh, we're going to take a little break right here real fast. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. We got our bell peppers in. We got our onions in. Come back. We'll toss our garlic in, and then we'll get ready for our chicken and andouille sausage. We'll be right back, Cooking in the Dark.
0: Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to Cooking in the Dark. All about gumbo this time. Gumbo. Gumbo. Gumbo.
1: All right. Well, man, everybody's back. We're just in time to add garlic. Garlic.
0: Perfect.
1: So this is our um, four cloves of garlic minced up.
0: Get that in there.
1: We'll give dish a quick, quick wish. So what we've got going on right now, y'all, we've got our our roux, if you will, already made. The roux kind of comes powdered, so it's already ready to rock. We just add that with chicken broth. We've added in our onions and our bell peppers. One onion, medium, chopped. One bell pepper, chopped. And again, the the aforementioned garlic. (laughs) Okay, moving right along. Everything's looking good here, Cheryl. Let's get to our chicken. Now I've got some chicken thighs. Now. You can, when you do these, put a little Cajun seasoning on them like I did. Mm-hmm. You can do them nothing, which I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what I did with my chicken thighs, I just put them, I put about a cup of water in my uh, cast iron skillet. Mm-hmm. And put it on high, put the lid on it, put the chicken breast in, sprinkle it a little lightly, not a lot, a little Cajun seasoning over the top of them. And um, just put the lid back on the skillet and just kind of let them steam, if you will.
0: And was it was the meat thawed, thawed or was it frozen?
1: The meat was frozen. It okay. was frozen.
0: Okay.
1: So it took about five ten minutes, but I mean they don't have to be cooked all the way through. Right. Um, I did want them cooked just a little bit. The recipe didn't say one way or the other, but uh, I'm I'm afraid of chicken. Not the chickens. I'll take a chicken. Come on. Chicken ain't seen me fight. I go crazy. I go ballistic. Mess with me. But as far as salmonella and all the things for undercooked chicken, eh, right. that scares me. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So we just step back on that. But So let's cut our chicken breasts up here. You want bite-sized pieces. I'm sorry. I said breasts. I meant thighs. Okay. So again, kind of using the same system as I did for the onions and the bell peppers. Well, so much the bell pepper more than the onion. Just kind of cutting this in strips, the, the chicken thigh, across it. Now I'm turning it perpendicular, the cuts I just made. And again, holding it together, just kind of, again, cutting these into some cubes. Now, if you want to get crazy, you can go ahead and just take a fork and shred it, or you can pull it apart with your hands. Mm -hmm. That'll show those chickens, I'm going to pull you apart with my hands. (laughs) But again, just kind of after you do your cutting, I just kind of feel through and uh, make sure that we've got bite-sized pieces. Again, gumbo is eaten with a spoon, not a fork. So it's not a hearty man soup. Hardy. <laughs> Remember those old commercials? Which way are you going to do it? Okay. There's one chopped up really nicely. Here's our second one. Now, the reason I use thigh, because thigh being the dark meat, Mm. it's got a little more flavor, I guess, because of the grease in it, because Mm. of the dark meat. Okay, there's that one. So, folks, if you're not on the cooking in the dark list, you're missing out on some cool recipes right now.
0: Oh, I'm sure with with the holidays, people swap oh recipes like there's no tomorrow.
1: Yes, they do. <laughs> okay, I'm adding the chicken.
0: All right.
1: Let's get a little stir going. We're almost to a boil. Okay, excellente. Now, let's turn our attention to our andouille sausage.
0: Ooh.
1: Now, andouille sausage, if you can't find it, andouille sausage is just a spicy um, Cajun sausage. It's a, a smoked sausage, more or less. So, if you can't find andouille, no worries. You can use smoked sausage. Right. Again, this comes in that big long link. Okay, folks, let's cut our sausage down now. Our andouille. What we want is about quarter-inch wide slices. I'm cutting this, the link here, at about a 90-degree... Oh, I'm sorry, not a 45-degree angle. (laughs) (laughs) So that my pieces aren't exactly round. Yeah, 90-degree, huh? (laughs) Kind of at an angle, so my pieces are going to be a little more angled-looking, a little more... Ovalish, elongated.
0: Yeah. Unfootballish. Un-slant. unslant. So you're cutting it like a unslant a, a little bit. On a slant. On a slant.
1: All right. On an angle. <laughs> on an
0: angle. There you go.
1: Okay. There's that side of it. This link, I just kind of cut the link in half. And then I I just sliced one side of it. Let me slice this other piece. And again, I'm putting my forefinger down on top of it and using that as a guide for my knife. Mm -hmm. So I slide over about what I feel is about a quarter of an inch. Make a slice. Slide a quarter. Make a slice. Slide a quarter. Make a slice. There we go. Yeah, those aren't bad. If you ever need practice slicing, mm. here's your chance. <laughs> uh. And the fact that some of these are different thicknesses makes it even better. I'm just kind of feeling to make sure they all slice through. I don't have any big pieces that I miss. No, I don't. All right. Very good. Very good. Very good. Sorry, Cheryl. I'm going to throw this in the pot.
0: Toss it in.
1: Good. Almost. We're boiling. That's excellent. We need to boil now for about 20 minutes. Then we need to reduce the heat and let it just simmer for about 30 minutes. And we're pretty much done. We've got our chicken in. We've got our sausage in. We've got our onions in. We've got our bell peppers in. We've Mm -hmm. got our garlic in. Now we just need to cook some rice. And wait for this to be done. So, look, let's take five real quick. Y'all stretch your legs, take a walk, come back. Don't miss the end of the show, though, because you might miss it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark, making gumbo.
0: Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell. And Cheryl Cummings. woo Cheryl.
1: This is going to be good, 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 good.
0: It smells delicious. I'm Mm -hmm. ready.
1: So, folks, here's where we're at. All y'all out there in radio land, you missed out a little bit. We've been hanging out in here in the studio BSing and smelling this good food. And we're um, running a little short on time. I apologize for that. But so where, where we're at with our gumbo, we've got our everything in it has been simmering now for just about 30 minutes. We have our rice cooked and ready to go. So, the rice y'all, there's several ways you can do this. Success rice, if you're not a, if you're not real confident about cooking rice, Success boiling bag rice is excellent. It's easy to do, it takes about 10 minutes on the stovetop. You can do rice in a microwave, you can do rice on the stovetop cooking it or you can also do it in a rice cooker, you know, a rice steamer.
0: I have one of those.
1: They are so easy to use, aren't they? I That's love what it. we got. For the amount of rice we made today, that's what we used was our rice cooker. Yeah. So I put in four cups of rice. I'm sorry, three cups of rice and six cups of water.
0: Same thing, two to one ratio.
1: Two to one ratio and cranked it up. And it just goes, and this rice cooker just goes until it, it's done. And then it puts itself on warm. I've never had bad rice out of one, have you?
0: Nope. Not even when uh, I've tried. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Let me see if I can mess this up here. But for the way you want to serve this, y'all, you want to put a little rice in the bottom of a bowl. And then uh, ladle some of this delicious gumbo over the top of it. Salt and pepper to taste. I've put a little salt and a little pepper in it, but more than that, I usually leave that to my my peeps, you know, whoever's eating this. I don't like to over season because what may be good to me, you know. Right. We went and ate uh, ribs the other day, and the, somebody tried this new, what they you know, a new rub, and they loved it. But to me, it was just so salty. Hmm. I guess I mean I don't eat much that much salt anymore. I've kind of weaned it out of my diet, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Well, unless you take me for Mexican food, and I got to have. It's got to have salt on my chips with my hot sauce. <laughs> my weakness. But um, that's why I don't put a lot of salt and pepper in things. So our gumbo is ready to go. Our rice is over here ready to go. Using the rice cooker, too, for something like this is so nice because it's, all, it's easy to serve. Right. It's right there. And you can make a lot of it because that three – I mean, one cup of rice will make – One cup of dry makes four cups of cooked. So we've got 12 cups of cooked rice right here. And a big old pot of gumbo. Mm -mm. So Cheryl, why don't you read that recipe one more time?
0: All right. Simple, simple. Here we go. You need one onion chopped, one green pepper chopped, four cloves of garlic minced, one pound of andouille sausage, and you can slice that into a quarter inches, Two pounds of chicken breasts or thighs cooked and shredded. And then that's all you'd eat.
1: That's it. Yeah. That's it. Now, to make it, they, if you're going to do it the traditional way, you would start off with a cup of oil, getting hot, add in a cup of flour, and you'd whisk that, whisk that, whisk that for about eight to ten minutes until it turned a nice brown like a chocolate brown, milk chocolate brown. Now, if you get any black specks in it, you burnt it. If it turns black, you burnt it. If it doesn't turn the perfect chocolate brown, it's undercooked. It's not good. It'll it, the, the roux is the key. So that's why I've kind of turned to this box roux. I mean, when I could see way back in the day trying to make a roux, whew, that was still, man, you still sweated that out, hoping yeah. it'd come out all right, you know, because yeah. everything, everything depended on it. But this box roux is so easy. I... Use six, six cups of um, chicken broth, got those warm, added in the roux mix, Whisk that together for a little bit, and then we came back with all of our chopped vegetables, mm-hmm. bring it up to a boil, and then kick it down. Then you start adding in your meats, your chicken, your sausage, and again, just let it simmer about 30 minutes and you're good to go if you're doing seafood you want to let it simmer for about 20 minutes and then check it out and then let it go for about another 10 or 15 minutes and when i say check it out you want to you want to make sure that that shrimp the shrimp won't take as long to cook if you're doing shrimp you know as, as chicken will the chicken i pre-cooked about halfway through so it was still a little bit raw in the middle the outside was a little bit cooked, but the main thing it was I wanted to thaw it out because I had frozen chicken thighs, so we just thawed it out a little bit, chopped those up, threw them in the pot. Mm-mm-mm. What do you think, Cheryl?
0: I love it, and and don't forget, you. I mean, you added salt and pepper. You could certainly add in some Cajun seasonings and all that sort of stuff. Actually, you added that on add the chicken. Add in a little chicken. hot sauce. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Some people will put green onions, put a little chives on top. We don't do that in this kitchen. No chives here.
0: No chives. <laughs> Mm-hmm. i i um, drive today notice have you noticed uh, that the 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 band showing up and somehow their bowl seems to be quite long
1: i know they have a, and check if you that? look real quick I mean, <laughs> feel their bowl
0: yeah <laughs>
1: if you if you feel one it's got their names on them too yeah <laughs> <laughs> crazy you know what's going to happen next is they're going to start leaving them here for us to wash up and we'll just put them on the band sand them they'll be there when they need them exactly <laughs> all right fellas well hey y'all Thanks for joining us. I hope you had a great Christmas coming up. I mean, let's start over. Hey, everybody, thanks for joining us today on Cooking in the Dark for Gumbo. Y'all take care. Have a great December. And uh, we probably won't see you next week, but we'll be back the week after. No worries. Stay cool. This is Cooking in the Dark.
0: Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions.